Hey guys, my name's Jose, and this is another episode of Buy or Pass. In this series, I will look at the financial documents of a company and decide if I had money, would I buy or would I pass? Before we start, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get info on new episodes and other videos. So let's begin. So like always, I'm going to use this website known as LazyFA.com, which allows me to see all these financial documents in an easy visual format. Today, we're going to take a look at Intel. So here, we're in the income statement of Intel. Intel just reported its Q4 er, um, earnings, so we're going to take a look at the annual data this time. So let's begin in the income statement. We have revenue, cost of revenue, gross profit, and net income, and earnings per basic share. Well, we'll take a look at that in a bit. So we have revenue. Revenue year to year has increased. This year was seventy point eighty five million. Last year was sixty two point seven six million. An increase of around eight million eight billion dollars. That's that's a healthy increase. And again, we've been seeing an increase from sixteen to seventeen, and from fifteen to sixteen. So since fifteen, um, we have Intel has had a, a steady increase in revenue. Like always, we're just definitely going to see that cost of revenue go up. Cost of revenue this year was $27 billion compared to last year was $23 billion, an increase of about $3.3 billion. So we're, we're increasing revenue number-wise is increasing at a faster rate than cost of revenue number-wise. And that's how we can see that gross profit, which is the difference between revenue and cost of revenue. This year's gross, prof, um, gross profit was $43.74 billion dollars where last year was $39.1 billion, and increased close to $4 billion of gross profit. And that's where we can see this net income increase. Look at this, this jump up of, of gross of net income and earnings per basic share. So this is all-time high net income. Last year was $9.6 billion. This year was almost double that at $21.05 billion. So an increase of about... A little less than $11 billion of net income in one year alone. Great to see net income. Earnings per basic share, highest it's ever been, $4.5, $4.57 earnings per basic share. So hopefully we'll take a look at those metrics in a bit and see how its P-E ratio is it's looking. We're here, right? Let's just take a quick look at quarter data to make sure nothing crazy is happening here we can see revenue it's increasing increasing a healthy pace last quarter was a little higher than this quarter um not not too not too bad to see cost of revenue even though revenue this quarter was less compared to last quarter cost of revenue was higher this quarter and it just seems cost of revenue has a, a steady increase so again not bad to see Gross profit, we see the revenue last quarter was higher. Cost of revenue was lower. So obviously gross profit last quarter would be higher than this quarter. But uh, $11.23 billion of, dollars of profit, gross profit still higher than last year's quarter at the same time. So right now, income statement is looking really nice. Uh, like we mentioned, right, that revenue last quarter had, and uh, cost of revenue being lower makes the net income last quarter and the earnings per basic share of last quarter a lot 
higher than this quarter. But at the same time, if we're looking at the previous quarter, it is still increasing. So right now, income statement is definitely telling, giving me a buy signal. Here we're going to take a look at red flags. It's just another way to see what we just looked at. Revenue versus cost. Just a quick look at the bar chart. We can see revenue is outpacing um, cost of revenue. Gross profit increasing at a yearly basis. If we take a look at the quarterly basis, we'll see the same thing. Revenue growth does look almost like a one-to-one ratio. Nothing outrageous happening these in, in the annual data and in the quarter. Only thing I do see is revenue growth. Obviously, we had a lower revenue growth this quarter compared to past quarter. So we have a negative revenue growth if we're looking quarter to quarter and an increase in cost of revenue. But that's why revenue versus cost of growth percentage wise, I like to look in the annual format and I can see nothing, nothing scary or nothing out of the ordinary happening. And then gross margin, let's take a look at gross margin. First annual, annual seems to be pretty on par, a little lower. Last year was 62.3, this year was 61.7, 0.5% difference, so not, not a huge deal. But I like this profit margin. Look at the profit margin increase. Intel last year had a profit margin of 15.3%. This year has almost 30%, 29.7% of profit margin. That is definitely a great thing to see. Let's take a look at the quarterly. Again, nothing outrageous. We can see no real outliers here. Profit margin was a little higher last year, last quarter. Um, and so was gross margin. But it's 60.2% of gross margin and margin of 27.8% this quarter are not horrible to see. So income statement definitely giving me a nice buy signal. Let's take a look now at the balance sheet. In the balance sheet, we're going to take a look at total assets, total liabilities, total debt, cash and cash equivalents, pay and payables. Well, you normally I don't look at payables or receivables. Um, I'll take a look at that in the total distribution we'll look at in a bit. But here we can see total assets increasing. Last year was 123.25 billion. This year was 127.96 billion. So an increase of about four billion a little over four billion dollars so that's good four billion increase and we can see liability decreased a little bit last year was 54.23 this year was 53.4 close to a billion dollars down in liability so obviously i would love to see a, a bigger drop in total liabilities because look at that the increase these past quarters have been much higher than the decrease so this company definitely has a huge amount of liabilities, but it's almost a two to one ratio, a little over two to one, um, $127 billion of assets compared to $53 billion of liabilities. So definitely it's higher than a two to one ratio, which is good to see. We can see though, out of this $53 billion, $26 billion is total debt. Again, we see a little drop compared to last year. Uh, last year was 26.8 billion this year's 26.3 a decrease of about 500 million dollars decrease in total debt this is one of the scary things i really don't like about intel at the moment and it's this cash and cash equivalents look at it of 2015 cash and cash equivalents was 15.3 billion dollars now it's only at low 3.02 billion dollars 
So I think his cash and cash equivalents is pretty low. And because of that, its balance sheet is kind of kind of throwing me mixed signals. So I like the total assets increase. I like that it's a two to one ratio. But this cash and cash equivalent being dropped down so much and it's dropping down year after year. So six from fifteen to sixteen it dropped, from sixteen to seventeen it dropped, and from seventeen to eighteen it dropped. Last year was three four point three billion. The year before was five point five six billion, and now it's only three point oh two billion. So every year since two thousand fifteen has decreased. Let's take a look now at the red flags of the balance sheet. Again, this is just another way to see what we just saw. We can see here annual assets versus liability in the annual format. Total assets way higher than total liabilities. And that's why we have the steady increase in shareholder equity. So shareholder equity is all-time high of about $74.56 billion. Its shareholder equity is higher than its total liability, which is something I, I think is, is pretty good to see. Let's take a look real quick, a quarter if anything, uh, any outliers. And right here, we do not see any outliers in shareholder equity, which means there's no outliers in assets versus liability. But here we can look quarter to quarter. We can see total liabilities have been paid off last quarter. I actually forgot to look at quarter over quarter in this section here. So let's just take a quick look. But here, total assets, not steady increase, but I'm liking this total liabilities are decreasing over time. Three, three quarters ago, quarter one of 2018, Liability was at fifty-eight point forty-three billion. Now it's only at fifty-three point uh, four billion. So during the past year, it definitely paid off a, a nice, a nice portion of total liabilities. And here we can see total debt has been dropping. Has been dropping as well. Uh, unfortunately, that cash and cash equivalents we can see is still pretty low, but it seems to be staying at this range at the moment. So now let's take a look. Uh, asset distribution and liability distribution so here we can see a huge portion of the assets are equipment plants and properties uh, so that takes about 40.68 percent of its assets the other big thing is intangibles which are probably licensing or pro intangibles are items that you can't really really put a price on it uh, but they actually do it's 30.2 percent of the assets Inventory, I like how inventory is not as high. Inventory is only 6.0% of the assets. That means this company is not holding as much inventory. So things are selling off. Let's just take a look at inventory to see how it's been doing year to year. So inventory has been increasing, but I don't think it's increasing at a dramatic rate. Man, I have to remove these again. I just want to look again at inventory in a quarter quarter basis so it is increasing they're building new stuff they're keeping it um, it kind of flatlined this quarter again to me doesn't seem outrageous how much it has increased now here we can see its liability distribution we can see a huge portion over 68 percent it's just non-current debt the rest is nothing really really out there that's, that's really standing out good thing to see current debt is only about 1.26 billion for those that don't know current debt is just debt that needs to be paid off within the next 
12 months and this company is collecting enough cash um, and we'll probably see a huge cash flow to know that it's it's able to pay that that debt so to me that's not not a huge it's not nothing scaring me so it's current debt is pretty low finally we're gonna take a look at the cash flow statement cash flow statement here we go so in the cash flow statement i really only care about one thing and that's net cash flow from operations this company op is is a business right and its money should be coming from its operation and right now we can see it's a big 29.43 billion dollars from its net cash flow operations this year compared to last year was only 22 billion so an increase of about seven billion dollars that's 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 huge over 30 percent increase year to year if we're looking quarters we'll see this past quarter was pretty low but it does seem like it's it's it is pretty low compared to the last same year last quarter so that's that's kind of scary to see that quarter quarter to quarter for last year and, and two years ago it is lower this quarter compared to other quarters but still this company collected a, a huge amount of net ca cash flow from operations so that's looking looking good let's take a look at the metrics i just want to take a look at the price to earnings ratio and look at it in the quarter to quarter basis right now price to earnings ratio seems pretty low 10.23 so quick overview revenue is looking good company is increasing if we look at the quarter nothing's nothing scary cost of revenue increasing but not increasing dramatically gross profit we can see is still high net income all-time high this past quarter this past uh, year and so with that earnings per basic share so to me income statement is definitely giving me a buy next we'll take a look at a quick overview of the balance sheet total assets increasing liabilities increasing but if we look at quarterly to quarter data we see total liabilities decreasing total debt decreasing as well the only bad thing about its balance sheet to me is that cash and cash equivalents it is so low in my opinion for for such a big company i mean this company only has four bill not even four billion dollars of cash and cash equivalents so to me balance sheets giving me a mixed signal not really a buy or a pass so it all depend on the cash flow statement and the cash flow statement is giving me huge numbers of 29.43 billion dollars this company has enough money to pay a short-term debt and to pay its payables and to pay his payables yep it does so for me cash flow statement is giving a buy so with those three things i would say i would definitely give intel a buy so i hope you guys enjoyed the episode like i mentioned lazy fa makes it so easy to look at all the information which makes these episodes pretty fast i'm curious would you buy or pass on intel based on the information we just saw also again don't forget to subscribe and to check out my website, josenaharo.com, I have my Twitter link there and my podcast link there. So you guys are welcome to go check it out. Have a good time, guys, and see you next time.